With us today is former Congressman Peter King to give us an update. What the heck is going on in Washington after the first week of Congress in session? Uh, good morning, uh, Congressman King. How are you today? John, I'm doing fine, and I'm still trying to figure out how well Congress is doing. It was a pretty tumultuous 10 days they had there. Uh, well, you know, the first week, the, uh, you, know, you know, just trying to elect a speaker with uh, Evan McCarthy. It went to 15 ballots. I mean, this is the most in, uh, I guess, 150 years. Uh, it was really unfortunate. I didn't think there was any need for that. Uh, to me, Kevin McCarthy was the choice of over 90 percent of the Republicans. And I think some of those who held out and uh, delayed it and voted against him, they had no alternative candidate in mind. Uh, they had very, very little differences they uh, of, of, of substance. There were maybe differences of personality. Some of these guys wanted to get better committees for themselves. But I just thought it was irresponsible to do that. Having said that, Kevin McCarthy survived it. He is the speaker now. I think some of the concessions he made, some are good. Some of the others could be... Uh, not dangerous, but not what they seem to be. Like, for instance, there's one uh, he had where people uh, in Congress can offer amendments on any bill at any time. And that sounds great, except that you have 435 members of Congress, and uh, they've tried this in the past. And if somebody wants to disrupt Congress, you can submit amendment after amendment after amendment, and you never get anything done. So you need, you have to give the Speaker power to be able to shut things down when things get out of hand. And uh, otherwise, if you just leave it, uh, you, know, the, uh, you know, to the inmates to run the asylum, you can end up getting nothing done. Uh, but having said that, I think Kevin will establish himself as a strong speaker, and he's going to go forward. It's too bad he had to go through all of this. But also, if we're talking about Congress, uh, and also, you know, they have passed some meaningful legislation. The first week uh, to pass legislation uh, to strip out the 87,000 IRS agents that will put into the budget. Now, I don't know what that'll do when it gets, uh, what'll happen to it when he goes to the Senate. I'm sure Chuck Schumer uh, you know, will not allow that. But having said that, it's a good message to send. And it shows that the Republicans are sticking to their uh, commitments. Also, the fact that he's not going to let Adam Schiff or uh, uh, Eric Swalwell be on the Intelligence Committee. I think that also is an assertion of power by uh, Kevin McCarthy, which is good. Both of them I found to be totally irresponsible. And then Elon Omar, who has so many anti-Semitic statements she's made, she will not be on the Foreign Affairs Committee because of what it does to our relationship with uh, Israel and everything else. So, no, I think that I think Kevin is off to a good start. After he got himself elected, he, he's off to a good start and he's doing what has to be done. Uh, but an added issue of Congress, which comes back right here to New York, is uh, George Santos. Uh I've never seen any candidate or any elected official where everything, everything in his background appears to be a lie. There's even a, a column I saw on Newsday the other day. Uh, we're not even sure if he's an American citizen because at times he's mentioned about uh, being born in Brazil or possibly born in Brazil. Uh, then you, even though he uh, has always claims he's gay, he had a wife. Was that a, a wife that was brought about just to get him a, a citizenship? Again, so much about him as a mystery man, and uh, because he lied, that's the only word I can use on so many issues that I give uh, Nassau County Republican Chairman Joe Cairo credit. He had a news conference this week with virtually every elected Republican official from Nassau but County, and later on, Jesse Garcia joined in, saying that George Santos should resign. Congressman King, uh, my one concern 
when uh, we went through the 15 ballots uh, on that night, and I stayed up to, I think, 1 o'clock, 2 yeah. o'clock in the morning watching it, Kevin McCarthy could be get, put through this on every vote. Under the new rules, any one member of Congress demand a vote on the speaker staying in office. They call it vacating the chair. <clears throat> and he brings that up, and that would be a whole vote on that. And what you would do is, if the Democrats vote yes to remove the Republican speaker, all you would need is five Republicans voting with them uh, who want to make names for themselves, headlines for themselves. So it puts the speaker in a very difficult position when he's out there negotiating. Listen, he's going to have to negotiate with a Democratic president, a Democratic Senate, and to make progress, even if he makes tremendous progress in the negotiations, he has to make concessions because they control two-thirds of the uh, branches of government. That's a difficult and, uh, job. Uh, you know, yeah, it's it a and very, make, very difficult it, job because it seems like the Democrats, the Democratic uh, Senate and Democratic Congress, they're aligned 100%. They are now uh, under Hakeem Jeffries, who is from New York, and he's the Democratic leader. And uh, so all you need is five or six Republicans who focus on whatever concession or whatever compromise Kevin uh, McCarthy has to make and use that as an excuse to try to bring him down. And that's a tough way to go into negotiations, knowing that unless you negotiate a perfect bill, which you can't do, when you're in the minority, the way we are overall, uh, that uh, you could have somebody moving to knock you out. It's uh, what we saw last week. I mean, that whole idea of the 15 ballots, if we have to go through that all during the year, I'm just hoping Kevin can establish himself early on as a strong speaker and get public support, which he will need when it comes to the tough bargaining on issues like raising the debt limit, on different spending bills, on aid to different states and localities. All of those uh, all involve compromise. Now, and you on, can uh, always find something in there you don't like. On the Santos uh, situation, on the George Santos situation, he's been sworn in, and he he, he has said he has said uh, no no effing way am I resigning. Mm-hmm. I understand uh, Nassau County saying uh, this guy should resign. Then he goes to a new election. Who's going to run? Are you going to run, Congressman King? No, I'm, I'm not going to run. Uh, the other night on your show, we uh, humorously suggest, uh, suggested Al, Al D'Amato should run. That would really turn things upside down. No, but we could have some uh, several good candidates up there. But, the guy, but then you're taking a chance. You're taking a vote yeah. away from Kevin McCarthy. We do. That is the chance. And that the other chance, though, John, is we have many local elections coming up in Nassau County this, uh, this year. And people don't realize that Nassau County is now a Democratic county as far as registration. Now, we won big in Nassau last year, but the voters are still registered as Democrats. And when they see this thing with Stantos going on, they say, what are you guys doing? Are you going to let it, Are you going to be quiet? So just from the political perspective, if we don't uh, speak out against Santos, I call him to resign. We could end up doing poorly in the local elections next year, which are really important. They're the ones that have uh, zoning and everything let's else. Look, let's look at the Democratic point of view. They have people on the Democratic side. Might be even worse. I yeah, mean, Adam Schiff, Adam Schiff has not told the truth in almost his life. Uh, the Omar in Omar in 
Uh, where's she from? Minnesota? Minnesota, uh, yep, Minnesota. I, I mean, I, I don't think she could be. I don't think she would pledge allegiance to the flag. No, and she's uh, had many anti-Semitic statements so, and everything. So all I'm saying is if the, if the Republicans are going to wear white shoes and white socks and want to be straight arrows, it's got to be the same for both sides. Except that in this case, I can tell you, in Nassau County, the reaction we're getting is so hostile to Santos. And also the fact that there's $750,000 that he uh, donated to, his, uh, to the campaign when the year before he was only making a salary of $55,000. Yeah, but that's us saying it. If the U.S. attorney, and I'm saying, if the U.S. attorney, if he did, if he broke the law, and the U.S. attorney goes after him, that's fine. I, I agree with that 100. percent You know, I think John, it would hurt us more politically, and I, I'm leaving out the whole moral and ethical issues. I think it's uh, it's right to say you should resign morally, but even politically, this is hurting us. So, we can hurt us so much politically. Every every congressional seat we have on Long Island. There's a marginal seat. There was no solid Republican seat. We had to fight hard for every one of them. And these local elections, like in town and North Hempstead, where Santos runs, that had been under Democratic control since 1989. And we just finally won it back in 2021. Now coming up for an election this year, with Santos hanging overhead, we could lose the town again. There's a number of council seats, supervisor seats. So it's uh, Santos has put us in a terrible, terrible position. I understand why Kevin McCarthy... Would like this to go slow, but on the other hand, it's going to be really hard. To, uh, understood. Uh, understood. Yeah. Congressman King, thank you for bringing us up to date on Republican politics and in in Washington and Long Island, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. Great, you got it, John. Thank you. Thank you. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno.